Welcome back to Farm Talk. I'm News and Farm Director Eric Johnson, again, broadcasting live at Commodity Classic in Orlando, Florida. And we are enjoying it. I know that I've got friends and family sending me messages with them shaking fists and uh, saving snowballs for me, but uh, we'll deal with that when we uh, get back. Uh, blizzard warnings actually get into effect for much of our listening area, so please be careful if you're out traveling around. Uh, no such problems down here. Al Kleist, Kleist Commodities, uh, joins us. And uh, what's home base for you? Is it in Illinois? No, no, just or, west of Minneapolis. Oh, west Why of Minneapolis. That's right. Yep, yep. yep. So I, I don't know. Is, are the Twin Cities, are you getting any hate mail from you know being down here? Oh, my, my <laughs> My wife is not real happy. She did a video of shoveling off her deck just for my benefit. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Yeah. Well, she'll save you some snow when yeah, you get back. I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Very good. Well, how is uh, – you've, you've got a booth here. you got a really nice setup here at, uh, again, Commodity Classic. So how's it been so far? Oh, what kind of really, questions do you get? Really good. Uh, a lot of uh, young farmers coming through, under 40. We've got an educational program, a grain trading academy run. A lot oh. of interest in that. Uh, a lot of people coming in asking about the market, you know, is it all over? How low can it go? Or the flip side from livestock guys, should we starting to buy? That type of thing. So, yeah, we've been, uh, I spoke at 11 o'clock yesterday, had a full house, and I'll be speaking 1030 tomorrow. Uh, really a, a very good group cross-section of farmers a lot of canadians down here really yeah no okay. we have a lot of people from manitoba uh ontario quebec uh they're all coming in they're growing corn and soybeans and uh, they're subject to the market uh variations quite a difference <laughs> talked to a young guy from canada said yeah he'd sold some corn for 980 a bushel but it was canadian dollars oh well, he sold there you some go. soybeans <laughs> at 22 dollars a bushel again canadian dollars so okay uh, really a diverse group what's the topic tomorrow for you tomorrow is going to be a uh, outlook for 23. So I'll explain okay. what did I say last year, which I'm very proud of. We had a good track record. And then what should be your game plan for 23? Uh, key price levels to be making sales, key times to be selling, key times to avoid. Yeah. I like the fact you're standing by your word, though. You stand by that you start off with what was, you know, the past and uh, where you were, and then you uh, move forward. But uh, I'm amazed because I don't think a lot of people would have pegged yeah, <laughs> all no. this year. Well, ended. I'll, I'll be honest. You know, I'll show where we sold. We had a good average price. Yeah, we started a little early. We got done before the top, but uh, we're very happy with our batting average. And a lot of customers down here, and they're always very grateful to see us and tell us what a good job we do. So that's nice yeah. to have happen. I'll be honest right now, maybe a few years ago several years ago when the prices weren't this volatile but with the way things are it seems like within the last year or two the prices just can swing so dramatically uh depending depending on really what market you're looking at but i can't imagine not doing this with somebody's help that's an expert like yourself yeah it, the, the people need guidance and in all honesty i think a lot of the farmers are coming through and they they work with two or three marketing services if they get over five they get, just get confused but right. you know find somebody whose style fits for your farm well, Al, let's talk about this week because you, when you and I talked the other day, it wasn't doing so good, but we had a little bit of a rebound today. Yeah, still a pretty hard down week in corn, uh, and, and wheat finally turned around. Soybeans ended up lower, but we just had a meltdown in the corn market. Uh, I hope the CFTC can get current. Uh, I think the funds probably have liquidated most of their length. They could even be short. Uh, wheat was just pummeled. I think wheat at one time was down a dollar a bushel this oh, week from where it closed last Friday. KC uh, wheat closed up about 18 cents for the week, but still down about 70 or 80 cents. And soybeans were lower, but considering the bloodbath in corn and wheat, soybeans have actually held very well. Yeah, soybeans have been fairly strong recently. I'm concerned about wheat. I mean, it's it's down down compared yeah, it, to where it was. It, you know, if you think back to it, Erica, back when Putin, uh, Russia invaded Ukraine. Chicago wheat futures were 920 a bushel. 
It then went to 1425, and this week, 630 a bushel. So we're like three dollars a bushel less than we were last yeah. February, and we're about half price from where we were in March of last year. I had some friends tell me that you know once we got by that seven, it was kind of the seven dollar mark was that kind of line in the sand, and then if it got past that, you know there was I, I'm sure it's not going to drop to zero, but it could free fall a little bit. Well, now having it in the lower sixes is still a free fall. Could it go further? It could. I think it really feels like a, kind of a what would I call the margin call massacre to the bottom, and it feels like that might have come in yesterday with a pretty impressive reversal, closing higher on the day and right on the highs of okay. the day. WASD this week came out? Uh, not a big surprise. They did, incre- it did increase corn and in stocks, again, cut exports. And so all of a sudden, both the 22, 23, 23, 24 ending stocks start uh, moving higher. And so you get up to some 2 billion bushel projections on carryout. Soybeans, they actually came in, increased exports, cut in. Uh, so the soybean number should have been friendly. Uh, some of the private analysts this week are cutting the size of the Argentine crop down to 25 to 29 million metric tons. So that's one of the reasons why soybeans have hung in there so well. All right. Planning intentions, is that the next uh, lifeline? Um, lifeline? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like for yes. wheat or yeah. get, to finally um, get some upward it, movement? Or? Yeah. It, well, we're going to have the acres. You know, it's prospective acres. I want to remind listeners of that. Right. Uh, the numbers they came out with from USDA Ag Outlook Forum were very close to what we had internally as we looked at it. Uh, you combine all of the crop areas, uh, corn, wheat, and soybeans, about 228 million acres, up substantially from last year. And it all depends so much in your backyard. North and South Dakota, how many prevent plant acres are we going to have? And so right. that's going to be key to it. One thing is I look at it with this free fall in um, new crop spring wheat prices, uh, I just wonder how many people will return their wheat seed and plant soybeans. Uh, you really, it's tough to pencil out a profit when you've got Minneapolis uh, December wheat Features right. trading at eight fifty, even with a big yield, yeah. the revenue's just not there. Yeah, and I think some people are still waiting to see how the weather pans out yeah, as well, true. and when yeah. we get things thawed, mm-hmm. and and uh, how much moisture we're going to end up with in the ground this uh, this spring. Uh, we got about two minutes, so Al, can we get just a little tease on this page? Can we get a little twenty three? <laughs> your thoughts on twenty three? Well, right now uh, we have. Um, about 30% of the new crop corn hedged ahead at over $6. I wish it was more, but it's pretty aggressive for this okay. time of year. We have our bean hedges on just over $14 a bushel, which looks good. I got some Minneapolis wheat sold up ahead over about $10 a bushel. So those are all very good hedges. Uh, I think in long-term charts, I'm, I think we'll have selling opportunities, Eric, that are better than this in April and May. But if we have the La Nina, turn into an El Nino, it generally is favorable crop conditions, and we could have some lower prices by next fall. Well, and you're not a meteorologist, but I can tell you from meteorologists, they're telling me La Nina is bye-bye. Yeah, it's dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. hopefully we can move into that uh, that next stage. So, uh, Kleist Commodities, for anybody that's looking for marketing help, how do they get a hold of you guys? Uh, best just give us a call, toll-free, 888 888- Three four five two eight five five. All right. Any final thoughts? I know you've been a busy guy. Every time I go by your booth, you've got a lot of people asking questions, and uh, you've definitely got some things to take a look at. 
Yeah, it's um, been a great show, and uh, people encourage them to go to Houston next year. That's where the Commodity Classic will be in 2024. Have you spoke every year, or how, how many years in a row have you spoken? <laughs> at, uh... I missed last year because I had COVID. Otherwise, oh. it had been. Yeah, over, I know what that's like. It had been over 20 <laughs> years in a row. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. good for you. Awesome. Well, Al, thank you so much for stopping on over. We appreciate it, and good luck in the speech tomorrow. Yeah. Enjoy working with you. All right, very good. Thank you.